Welcome to Connect Through Beauty 2.0. My name is Ashley Rivera, and I am so excited that you joined us today. I'm Krista Bartik, and we are here to help you navigate the challenges and embrace the mistakes that come with this rewarding but demanding industry. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, our goal is to provide you with the knowledge and inspiration you need to help you level up within your career. It's Ashley Rivera. I just wanted to let you know about Canvas Me. Have you guys heard of this platform yet? Oh my goodness, talk about a game changer. If you are a salon owner and you have trouble recruiting, this is the platform for you. So go to canvasme.com right now, sign up today. You will not regret it. The people that I recruit on this platform are incredible. They are our people. Every salon has its own culture. And guys, you as a salon professional out there, you're looking for a salon to join. This is the platform to join to because now you can look for your home, your place, the atmosphere, the environment that you want and you've been always envisioning. So guys, check it out right now, canvasme.com. You won't regret it. Beauty 2.0. Last week was beyond good. It was surprising, actually. Do you agree, Krista? I agree. I absolutely loved that episode with Tori. I mean, Tori's amazing in general, but the whole story as a whole was just so great to hear. And it was so fulfilling. And I'm excited we were able to share that with everyone. Yeah, just the way that your clients align with you the way that you don't know how impactful you really are until you hear the other side of the story. So I'm so happy that everyone got a chance to listen into that. And I'm happy to continue that conversation. We're going to bring you more of those client stories because it really was an aha moment. And it was a great, great experience for myself. And like I said, very surprising. Yeah. It's powerful, the connection that we have with our clients. I think we don't realize it's more than just hair. There goes more into it. And it's really awesome to hear those side of things and to be open to other connections within this relationship. Today, we're going to talk about why clients leave. So we felt that this was super important because of listening to the story last week, it really brought attention to why clients stay. And, but then there's this flip side that we don't necessarily love to talk about because it's very sensitive and it's very, I need to look at myself in the mirror type of situation and why clients tend to leave you. I feel this topic is hot right now. It's hot because people have options. Guys, there are so many options out there for your clients that it's insane. So now is the most important time to hone in on that client experience and what you're doing for them, how you are setting yourself apart. Do you agree with that, Krista? Oh, 100%. Because, you know, at the end of the day, there's tons of talented hairdressers out there. So it's what you do that sets yourself apart from others, whether that be as something as a hot towel treatment or maybe some essential oils added onto your service, 
or the way you are able to communicate and speak to your clients. It's it's all a full package deal that allows your client to want to stay with you and want to continue seeing you in the future. Girl, you had me at a hot towel and essential oils. I was like, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Hello, that's a game changer. I mean, first of all, the shampoo experience is, yeah. is the experience, right? It's a part of just being in the salon, but to up level that, hello. <laughs> it, that's No, that's a hard one. We actually used to do that in hair school. And I was like, wow, that's, I'm like, that's really nice. We don't offer hot towels in the salon that I'm currently at, but it's, it was a nice, it was a nice thing. Not going to lie. That, that felt amazing to just sit at the bowl with the hot towel and a hair mask on. That was very relaxing. Yeah. That sounds awesome. So if we were, if we were talking to, let's say someone that is in the middle of their career, I love to speak to you guys because when you're starting out, it's exciting. It's Mm -hmm. exciting. And we're just kind of like on this high and we're on this journey. But then when we start to really get into our groove and we're kind of in this routine and you're, you tend to get very comfortable. Well, I'm going to talk to you guys. So how, how can someone that is in that everyday routine, everyday mindset, how can we up level that client experience so that they're not tending to, you know, look at maybe the stylist next to them because they are young and they're excited. Yep. I love that you said comfortable too, because getting comfortable is honestly, I feel like where a stylist go wrong when it comes to why a client would leave us, because we just tend to, you know, we know this relationship, we know everything about them. We know how they want their hair. It tends to become a routine like, okay, hey, same thing as last time. Cool. Let me go mix up your color. Like, okay, yeah, six weeks again. Sounds good. Let's let's pre-book you. You know, it tends to just become a routine, but it's important to sit down and listen to topics like this and podcasts like we're doing right now to kind of disrupt that routine and remind you of hey, our clients are spending a lot of money on us and they're spending a lot of time with us as well. It's not just about the money. They're also investing their time. They're away from their friends, their family, sometimes their jobs. So it's important that we're able to elevate that experience for them to actually allow them feel heard and feel taken care of. So when it comes to disrupting that routine, I sometimes feel like it actually takes a uh, reality check for you to realize like, okay, I'm in this routine. I need to get out of this. And maybe that's as something as simple as a client not seeing you again. And then, you know, you think of them and you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen Sally in 10 weeks. You know, she usually comes in at six weeks. Like, I wonder what happened to that. That reminds me like, okay, where did I go wrong? What could I do better? And how can I make sure that my next, you know, retouch bread and butter client doesn't go elsewhere or doesn't want to leave. It's important for us to make clients feel like it's, you know, it would be silly for them to leave us. And I feel like a big part of that is them feeling hurt. What do you feel is like a big reason a client would leave their stylist? Oh, so, you know, I think it could be many reasons why, but it's, it's, so it's not just one reason. Mm-hmm. And here's, here's an example. I was always taught that it's 80%. And we've said this before, 80% of who you are and 20% of your skill set. So when you do go home and something's just a little off because they love you, that experience was so elevated that everything about being around you was just 
amazing, they're not going to call back, nitpick at it. They might, they might, you know, if it's really extravagant, but I'm just saying like, when you, when you look at, when you look for something that's wrong, there's not just one reason why you're doing that. It's because you left and you didn't feel like you got the right experience. So I'm sure we can all put ourselves in that shoe, in the shoes of a feeling like that client. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we've all felt like that somewhere where we walked out and you were just kind of like, ah, oh, that just didn't feel so good. Yeah. And it doesn't matter about like really anything else, except what are you doing in the beginning of your day to set yourself up for that experience each and every time for that client. I think that it's all going back to the basics and all going back to the foundation and getting into this regimen of putting yourself there. You have to be in a habit of, I, you know, I am going to give my client the best experience. I am going to repeat that consultation every single time. I'm not going to skip any steps. Because if I skip it, it could cost me everything. Mm -hmm. I love that you mentioned that too. And something popped into my mind about like time. If we don't give ourselves enough time, we tend to feel rushed. And then we tend to skip over those important things that we try and make possible. But when we feel rushed, it's very easy to look over those things. It's easy to rush through a consultation and it's easy to, you know, just mix up the usual color so it goes back to how you start your day and how you set yourself up. Yeah. I Definitely. love that. You know, we've all, we've all been there where time is of the essence and, you know, there, there is going, there's, it's not going to be perfect. There's going to be days where that's going to happen, you know, and it's just how you handle it, you know, and how, how you, if you can just, utilize maybe an assistant or utilize someone, a stylist that you really trust in the salon to help you through that time where you can still give them a hundred percent of the consultation, still give them a hundred percent of the color retouch, you know, all that. I think that then just speaks volumes of you because you're, you know, how to handle that client experience. 100%. I love that you mentioned that because as somebody who does double book behind the chair, it's, you know, your time is split between two clients. So being able to zone into that one client you're focusing on right then and there is a very challenging thing to do. But I do vocalize to my client, if I have to take a step in a second to step away and, you know, check foils or do a root shadow, like I vocalize that to them. And they always mention how much they love, like how focused I am on that client and how much their hair means to me. Because even though I'm taking time away from client number one to focus on client number two, they love the fact that I'm making sure it's being done correctly and it's done right. Yeah. Yep. That's, I mean, key number one key. So let's say what are three top do not do these things. You need to stop right now. If this is what you're doing, what do you think like the top three for you is? I, I absolutely love this. I think number one is in the consultation saying, what are we doing today? Uh, you know, uh, not giving like that right there. Hey, what are we doing today? Like your client is investing time and money into you because they want your opinion. They want your help. They don't want to sit in the chair and completely tell you what to do. I mean, not saying all don't. Some do like to sit down and they know exactly what they want. 
props to those people because (laughs) they got it figured out. And then I just have to make sure I can do, you know, exactly how their vision, you know, how they vision it. But when it comes to your, like asking your client, what are we doing today? It's just a broad question. It doesn't really allow your client to feel heard. It's kind of like, all right, show me your Pinterest photo. Cool. Love that. I'm going to go mix up some color. That is like my number one. What would you say is like one for you that we're like, all right, let's stop doing this. Oh, number two. So clean, be clean. Like that, nothing bothers me more than someone that does not look put together. doesn't look like they're organized because that's a reflection of who you are. Mm -hmm. The way that you present yourself and your station and the pride that you take into that is is a reflection of who you are and how you're going to produce the the hairstyle that they're looking for. So it's kind of like, this is a necessity. You have to stay organized and clean. You do. My third one would be not making suggestions. I used to sit there and only listen to what the client would say. However, I wouldn't take into consideration on their natural color or their hair texture, or maybe even something as their lifestyle. If they're asking for a high impact blonde, yet they only want to come into the salon twice a year, that is not really realistic. It's going to grow out. It's not going to look great. And to be honest, their hair probably can't handle it. So me not making suggestions, I feel like disconnects that connection between you and the client because you're not able to elevate that experience for them. They're there to hear your opinion. And it's so important for us to actually give it to them. Absolutely. And you're in a nice way too. Yeah. (laughs) If I have someone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're right. right. I I like that with someone that is doing my makeup because I'm not a big makeup person. So, I mean, like a few things here and there and the lip gloss, I love lip gloss, but like something I want to do outside the box or something different. I want you to tell me because I don't do it every day. I don't know what I'm talking about. So show me what I'm supposed to be using. And that makes me happy. Like I'm being taken care of. Yes. And it makes you feel like you're making the right decision too on your hair. Like you feel confident in it or with your makeup, you know, you're like, okay, I'm going to feel good about this afterwards because I'm able to talk through what's going to work for me and what doesn't because it's not a one size all situation. And it's hard for people to realize that sometimes. So I think it's important for us to put our suggestions in there and let our clients know when something's not going to be the best fit for them, because that right there is going to build trust. Like they love that. I've told clients before to people ask me this all the time, like non hairdressers or non beauty professionals. They're always like, have you ever had a client ask for something that just won't look good on them? I'm like, yeah, of course. They're like, well, what do you do? I'm like, I tell them. And they're like, you know, kind of (laughs) don't just do it. No, I'm not going to do that because I don't want them walking around. They're a walking billboard for me. Why would I give them something that's not going to compliment them or their lifestyle? And that right there builds so much trust. And because of that, clients feel comfortable coming into my chair and they're, you know, maybe they're having a quarter life or midlife crisis and they're like, I want bangs. And I'm like, let's be honest, you're not going to maintain a bang and they love it. I love that. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. So to, to kind of like bring this all together, I think this was, this is huge. And I think if you're listening to this and your book is falling apart, it's just 
it's just time to pivot. It's time to look yourself in the mirror and figure out, you know, some of these things that Krista and I are talking about. Am I doing that? Am I rushing the consultation? Am I taking my time when I'm doing their hair? Am I really talking to them about suggestions? You know, what is it that I'm not doing that I can be doing more of that would help me continue to have my clients can want to come back to me and refer more people? Refer more. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even something that we're doing ourselves. Sometimes it's not we're rushing a consultation. Sometimes it's not we're not forgetting to do certain things. Sometimes, you know, we are out of budget maybe for some clients and they had to see another stylist or maybe they're moving away or they're just they found interest elsewhere. And that's also okay when clients step away, because I feel like we try and cling on to it so hard. But I think knowing when it is okay to kind of let go and say, okay, like, I learned from that, you know, my prices may be out of their budget and that's okay. I'm content with who I am and I just need to keep on growing through that. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I love today's topic. I feel like that was such a great, such a great one to talk about. And the threes, the three don'ts of what not to do, what we're missing out on. And I, that kind of leads into our next topic as well, talking about mentorships and how to find a mentor, because a lot of these things that we talked about for people in the middle of their career that we just talked to, we learned this in the beginning. So what can, if I were to go back, what were something I were to look for in a mentor and how to find that mentor? So next week, we'll be talking about that and digesting everything. But until then, we'll see you next week on Connect You Beauty 2.0. Hey guys, I just wanted to talk to you about Elevation H. Paul and Cole Thompson from Manchester, England have created this incredible company. They have apprenticeship programs just for salons. They take that all out of the hands of the salon owner and just take care of it for them. Amazing. They do the same thing in beauty schools and get in there and take them to the next level. They also have memberships for professionals. Guys, we need continued education and we need we need it to grow. These two have really just elevated that for us in our career, in our businesses. Go ahead and check them out. All of the links are there in our show notes. As always, thank you so much for staying connected with us. Continue to use us as resources so that you can continue to grow as a beauty professional.